Good evening. We're holding now in Masech Saita, Perak, the first Perak, Perak Rishain, Daf Yud Aleph, Amen Aleph. The line starts with Ger Yezaracha. We're in the middle of discussing Avshalom, that Avshalom made a Matzeves, he made a monument. And then the Pasik says, Ki Omar Ainli Bain. Avshalom said that he does not have a son. So the Gemara asks, Did he not have any children? But the Pasuk says, It says that Avshalom had three sons and one daughter. So what does Avshalom mean by saying that he does not have any bain, he doesn't have a son? He had three sons. So Rav Yitzchak Baravdimi said, What he meant to say is, he doesn't have a son which is fit for royalty, fit for to be the, the melech. Rav Chizda Omar, Rav Chizda says, Gimiri, we have a tradition, kol hasedef to us anybody who burns the tfua, the grain of his friend, ben he does not leave over a son to be an inheritor for him. And Avshalem burnt the produce of Yoyev. As the Pazik says, The Pazik says that therefore he said to his servants, See, Yoyev's field is near mine, and he has barley there, go and set it on fire. And Avshalom's servants set the field on fire. And since Avshalom sent, set Eov's field on fire, therefore he was not Zeicha to have any children to inherit his, his Malchus. Okay, the Mishnah said, The Mishnah said, and the same is so with regards to the reward of Maisim Tevim, of good deed. That Miriam, since Miriam waited for for an hour at the Yamsuf. Therefore, the Yidin delayed their travels in the desert for seven days to wait for her when she had the Metzayra. So the Gemara says, Me, dummy, how could you compare the two cases? Hasam over there in the case of Miriam, Chodeshaita, she waited one hour. Hacha over here, Shivayim. We're saying that everything is Mida Kenegad Mida. And the Chaira, the Yidin, Miriam waited an hour. Teisvah says it was less than an hour. But the idea is, is that the Yidin waited only a little... T- the Miriam waited a little time for Meishu Rabbeinu, and she was Zeicha, that the Yidin waited Shiva Yemeh, seven days. The Chayra, it's not Midah Kenegad Midah, it's a lot greater. So Amrabaya, Abaya says, what the Mishnah means to say is, What you have to say is in the Mishnah, that with, gar- with regard to repaying good, it's not so that a person is rewarded a lot more than what he deserves. So Amalei Rava, so Rava says to Abaye, At the end of the day, the Mishnah says that with regard to the reward, it's the same idea. Rava says, This is how you have to read the Mishnah. The, the same is with regards to the reward of good deeds. The Ba'isa it is rewarded with the same measurement. In other words, a person is rewarded in the same manner as the good deed. And really, 
But really, the measure of good is always greater than the, the measurement of punishment. Therefore, Miriam was rewarded in the same manner as, but really in a greater measurement, with her deed. Okay, so we're discussing about Miriam. The Pasuk says, that Miriam, Moshe Rabbeinu's sister, stood afar from Moshe Rabbeinu. So if you look in the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, Miriam stood afar from the basket. To know what's going to be with Moshe Rabbeinu. So Amar Yitzchak, says, This entire Pasuk is really referring to the Shechina. And he explains, When the Pasuk says that she stood, that's going on Zekul Al Shem Shechina. This is going on Shechina. She stood, is going on the Shechina. And it says that Hashem came and stood. When the Pasuk said his sister, it's going on Hashem. As it says, say to wisdom, you are my sister. When the Pasuk says she stood from afar, also it's going on the Ribbani Shalom. Like it says, Hashem nearly from afar, Hashem appeared to me. Ladas, also it's going on Hashem. As it says, Kikel Deus Hashem, that Hashem is, is uh, Deus. For Hashem is of Hashem of knowledge. Ma, when it says Ma, it's also going on Hashem. What does Hashem require from you? Also, it also goes on Hashem as we find the Pasuk, that Hashem will do nothing. Loi, the Ksiv also, Loi goes on Hashem, as it says, Vayemer Loi, Hashem Shalem, and Hashem said to him, Peace be unto you. So he's darshaning that the, you find every word in the Pasik, you find this reference by Hashem. And therefore, the entire Pasik, when it says, to, to know what's going to be with her, it's really Hashem was really standing by, it's referring to Hashem, that he was the one waiting for Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay? The Pasik says, the Pasik proceeds to discuss the Yidin in the desert, and after Yosef and his brothers passed away, so the Pasuk says in Pasha Shmois, it says that there was a new king, so famous thing, Rashi brings down a Chumash, Rav Shmol, it's a Machlekes Rav Shmol, Chad Omar, one person says, Chodesh Mamish, and Mamish was a new king, Chad Omar, another person says, when it says that he was new, not that he was a new king, rather, that he had new decrees, he had new, he had new uh, Xeris. And the Gemara explains, according to the opinion that holds, that it was a new king, because the Pasuk says, Chadash, it was a new king. And according to the opinion that holds, that it was new king, the Pasuk does not say, that the old party died. Now, the Pasuk says, who did not know Yosef, and the famous question is, what does it mean he did not know who Yosef was? Of course, everybody knew who Yosef was. Even if you want to say, according to the opinion, that it was a new king, but Yosef lived there for 80 years, and he, Yosef was a, was, a, was a legend in Mitzrayim. So how could the Pasuk say, Asher layodas Yosef? So the Gemara says, It's like someone who did not know him at all. Like they say in Yiddish, He made like he didn't know who Yosef was. Then the Pasuk says, And he said, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are too many, and, uh, and they're too mighty for us. So Tana, it was taught in a in a Bryson at Tesefta, who his the Paray initiated the proposal. Therefore, 
He was stricken first. Who is Chil Be'etzitchila? He initiated the proposal. The Ksiv, as the Pesach says, Vayemar el Amoy, and he said to the nation, Therefore he was struck in first with the frogs. Like it says, It says, By Makas Tzvardeh, it says, that it came out upon you, and upon your people, and upon all your servants. It was Mida Keneged Mida. Then the next Pasuk says that Hovan is Chak Malay. He said, Come, let us deal wisely. What does the Pasuk say? Loi with him. Now, Lechaira, the Gemara says, Lahemi Baile. If Pari is talking about the Yidin, so it should have said, Hovan is Chak Malahem. Let's deal wisely with them. What does it mean, Loi, Lashin Yachid, to him? Who, who exactly was Pari referring to? He says, Let us come and deal wisely with regards to the Rebbein Shalom referring to Hashem. And he says like this, his advisors asked, With what form of death shall we judge and decree upon the Yidin? If we're going to judge them with fire, in other words, we're going to burn them. It says, It says, For behold, Hashem will come in fire. And it says, For by fire will Hashem like a judge. And similarly, with regards to the sword, it's written, and by the sword with all flesh. So they were worried that if they're going to burn the Yidin, then they're going to also get burned. If they're going to use a sword against the Yidin, they're also going to be dealt with with a sword. So they said, They said, Let us come and judge with water. Why? Because Hashem already promised in the times of Neach that He's not going to bring a flood upon the world again. As He says, As the Pasuk says, For this, as the waters of Neach unto me. However, the When the Rebbein Shalom said that He's not going to bring a Mabel, He meant that He's not going to bring it a flood upon the entire world. world. But he will bring, bring destruction of water upon one nation. Inami, alternatively, you could say that who that Hashem is not going to bring a flood upon them. But they may come and fall into the water. As it says as well, and the Egyptians fled towards it. This is what Rabbi Lazar said. What does the Pasuk mean by saying, What does the Pasuk mean by saying that which they conspired, Zadu, against them? So he says, In the pot in which they cooked, they themselves were cooked. In other words, they tried to drown the, the children, and they were drowned as well. My mashma, so the Gemara says, my mashma the high zadu lishna tiktedahu. How do we know that the term zadu means a lashon of pot of storing, of cooking? Because it says by Yaakov, by Yozid, Yaakov nozid, and Yaakov was making a pot for for Avram Avinu and for for Yitzchok when Avram Avinu passed away. So the pasuk says, and Yaakov made a pot for for Yitzchok when he was sitting avelos. So we see that the lashon of Yozid is a lashon of cooking. Omer Reb Chia Bar Abba Omer Reb Simai Reb Chia Bar Abba says in the name of Reb Simai Shloisha Hoyu Baisa Eitza There were three people that were giving counsel to Parai in that time. Who were the three people? Bilam. It was Bilam Arasha, Eiv, Eiv, and Yisra and Yisra. 
So the Gemara says, Bilam Shiyoetz, Bilam who advised Pari to kill the firstborn, to kill the, the, the sons of born to Jewish people. So Nerag, he was killed in the war, like we said yesterday, in the, in the war of Midian. Eoiv Sheshosak, Eoiv who kept quiet, Nidim Biyasurim, he was punished by suffering. And Yisrael Shebarach, Yisrael, who ran away from Pare, Zochum Ibn Bonav, Shiyashu Belishkas Hagazis, he merited that some of his children sat in the Sanhedrin in Lishkas Hagazis. Shinemar, as the Pasik says, Umishbachis Seifrim Yeshvi Yabits, Tirasim Shimasim Suchasim Hema Akinim Aboim, Mechamas Avi Base Rachav, Xiv Uvnei Keni, the Pasik says, and the families of scribes who dwelt in Yabits and Terosim, Shemosim, Suchosim, they were, uh, they were um, the Pasik says, they were Kinim, who descended from Hamas, who was the father of the house of Rochav. And then the Pasik says that the children of Kini, Maisha's father in law. This teaches us that the Kini the, were the descendants of Yisrael who was the father-in-law of Meshach Rabbeinu, who dwelt in Yabitz, referring to the place where the Jewish people go for advice, which is Lishkas HaGazis. Then the Basik says that uh, Pari said, or the advisor says, let us deal wisely with them, maybe they're going to multiply, and it come to pass that when there's going to be a war, they're going to join our enemies, and then the Basik says, V'nil Chambanu and fight against us, and get him up out of the land. So the Gemara asks, It should have said, and get us up. Paru's fear was that the Yidin would join the enemies of Mitzrayim and drive Paru and the Egyptians out of Mitzrayim. So what's his lashon of It should have said, So Abba Barkana said, This is like a person who curses himself. In English it's called a euphemism. But yet he applies the curse to another person. So Pari really was referring to himself. Then the Basik says, Therefore they set over the Eden, uh, taskmasters, taskmasters, in order to afflict them with their burdens. So the Gemara asks, instead of saying, it should have said, it should have said, over them, in plural. This teaches us that at first they brought this like brick mold and they hung it over the neck of Pare, showing that Pare also was part of the Shibut, he was also part of the work, typical, typical uh, politician. And anybody who said that he's a delicate uh, person and he can't work, they told him, Are you any more delicate than Pare? And they wanted to show that Pare is also part of the, the Shibud. So this is what the passage means, that they, that, they, that they set over him. In other words, they first placed it on Pare to like, show that he's also uh, to part of the Shibud. Then the passage says, Sorry, misim. It says, Sorry, misim, taskmasters. A matter that like, uh, compels the, the manufacture of bricks. The Yidin were forced to do work uh, when these taskmasters were assigned to them. Then the Basak says, In order to afflict them. So the Gemara says, It should have said, In order to afflict them. So the Gemara answers and says, What the Pasuk means is, In order to afflict Pare, how with the result of causing the burden of the Jewish people. Then the Basak says, Vayivin Ari Miskinis Lafari, 
and they built for Pare storage cities. Rav Shmuel, it's a machlekes Rav Shmuel. Chad Omer, one person says Shemisaknis es Balein. One person says they were called this word of miskenais because they were the type of structure that endangered their owners. Chad Omer, and um, in other words, they were dangerous to work in cities with these tall buildings. Chad Omer, and another man Omer says Shemimaskenais es Balein that they that they made their owners poor. The Amar Mar, as Mar says, that anybody who's involved in building in real estate, mis masking, anybody who's involved in construction, he becomes poor. So either miskinis means that they were a danger to their owners because they were very tall and they weren't very sturdy, or miskinis melushin, that's anybody who's involved in construction, yavin, becomes poor. Okay. Then the Basak says, as Pisoim Ramses, that uh, they built the cities that were that they that the, the names of the cities they built were Pisoim and Ramses. One person says that his name was that the name was Pisoim. So why does the Torah call it Ramses? Because because as the buildings were constructed, they collapsed one by one and they needed to be rebuilt. Another person says, no. Ramses Shema, the name was Ramses. Why was it called Pisaim? Because um, the opening of the Pitaim swallowed each building they constructed one by one and it sunk into the ground. Okay, then the Basak says, But the more they afflicted him, the more he would multiply, the Eden would multiply, and the more he would spread about. So the Gemara says, The Pasuk should have said that the more they multiplied and the more they spread out in past tense. What's this lashon of King Yirbevachin Yifritz? So Amrish Lakish, Lakish says, Ruch HaKadosh Me Vasartan. Really, this is the divine Ruch HaKadosh speaking. King Yirbevachin Yifritz. That Hashem was saying that the more he will multiply and the more that the power is going to afflict them, the more he will multiply and the more he will spread about. And the Basak says, and they became disgusted because of the Yidin. This teaches us that the Yidin were like thorns in front of the ice. Then the Basak says, and the Egyptians made the Yidin work. Turn over to Dafir Aleph Ahmed Base. So the Gemara says that, that, they, that they had to work with back-breaking labor. So Rabbi Lazar Amr, Rabbi Lazar says, that the word befarach is like a is a, is made up of words with a soft mouth. Befarach, as the Egyptians enticed the Yidden into slavery by going slowly but surely and and and, uh, and, and luring them in to actually do the malacha. Shmuel Barachmini Amar. Shmuel Barachmini says, "What does befarach mean? Befricha with actual back-breaking, crushing work." And the Bible and they made their lives bitter through hard service. With mortar and brick. Omar Rav, Rav says, In the beginning, In the beginning, the Egyptian had them work with mortar and bricks. And ultimately, they had to do every single type of work. Then the Basak And all their service, when they made them serve with back breaking work. That what they did was is that they gave the men work of women, and women they gave them the men's work. 
and requiring basically everybody to do work that they were unaccustomed to. And according to the opinion that holds that it was with a soft mouth, over here when it says, for sure means with crushing labor. In the merit of the righteous women that were in, the, in that generation, the Yidin were redeemed from Mitzrayim. And the Gemara says, At the time when these women would go to the river to draw water, Hashem would give them small fish that would enter into their pitchers. And they would draw uh, half filled of water, and the pitcher was half filled of fish. And they would come and place two pots on the fire. One of hot water in order to wash their husbands, and one pot of fish which in order to feed their husbands. And they would then take what they prepared to their husbands to the field. They would bathe them, they would anoint them, they would feed them, they would give them to drink, and and they would have relations between like the, the borders of the, the fences. As it says, when you lie amongst the, the, uh, the what? The rows, yeah. And the Gemara says that as reward that they had Messias Nefesh to have relations in the rows and have children there, so there was Zeichet to the plunder of Mitzrayim. Like it says, as the Pasuk says, the wings of the dove are covered with silver and her, and her uh, pinions with uh, the shimmer of gold. Okay? And when these women would come pregnant, um, they would come back to their homes. And then when, when it would be time to actually give birth, they would go and give birth in the field under the apple tree. As it says, Under the apple tree I awakened you. The Ebrister would send from heaven above Malachim, who would clean and prepare the newborns. Like a midwife prepares the newborn. Like it says, As it says, As for your birth on the day you were born, your navel was not cut, nor were you washed with water for cleansing. And the Malachim would gather for them two round stones, one of honey and one of, one of oil, one of honey. As it says, he would suckle them with the honey from the stone of stones, Vishemin, and, and, and oil. Okay. So once the Egyptians would notice them, realizing that they were Yiddishik in there, they would come and kill them. And what happened was, there was a miracle, would happen, and they would be absorbed into the ground. And the Egyptians would then bring oxen and would plow upon them. The plowers plowed upon my back. Now, and after the Egyptians would leave, the babies would emerge and exit the ground like grass of the field. 
As it says, I caused you to increase even as the growth of the field. Once the babies would grow, they would come like many flocks of sheep to their homes. As it says, and you did increase and grow up and you came with the excellent beauty. So the Gemara says, Don't read uh, with excellent beauty, rather as many flocks. And when the Abishter revealed himself at Yamsuf, they recognized Hashem first. And it says, They said, This is my Hashem, I will glorify him. In other words, they recognized him from a previous revelation, and this was by the revelation when they were in the ground that they saw Hashem. Then the Pasuk says, The king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives. And the, Gemaris, and the Pasuk says one name was Shifra and one name was Pua. Rav Shmuel. So Rav Shmuel is a machlekes. Chad Amar Isho Bita. One person says that Shifra Pua was a, daughter, a, a, a mother and a daughter. Chad Amar Kala V'chamesa. And another person says it was a daughter-in-law and a mother-in-law. Manda Amar Isho Bita. According to the opinion that holds, it was a mother and a daughter. This was the famous Yecheved and Miriam. Manda Amar Kala V'chamesa. Who was that? Yecheved and Elisheva who was married to... Aaron. So it comes out, based on this, that Elisheva, if she was a midwife, because according to the opinion that holds that it was Yecheved, how old was Yecheved? Then, sorry, Miriam, she was what, three, two, three years old? So three, she was five, I mean, she was four. It's very mufrich to say that she was a midwife at that age. So therefore, this opinion holds, it was Elisheva, which comes out that Elisheva was a lot older than Aaron, because Aaron was only... So that's the Mepharshim say. Okay, Tanya. So the word says, Tanya commanded Amr Isho Bita. It was taught according to the one who says that, they were, that there was a Isho Bita. The Tanya, Shifra is a Yecheved. Shifra was really a Yecheved. Shifra. Why is she called Shifra? Because Shifra means that she is preparing the newborn. Or Shifra because the Jewish people increased and multiplied in her days. And Pua, who's Pua? This is Zu Miriam. This is Miriam. So why does the Torah call her Pua? Because she would make like sounds as she would remove the child from the womb of the mother. She was, the word Pua also means she was through the Ruch HaKedosh, she would say, that my mother will give birth to a son who will save the Yiddish folk, the, the Jewish people. Then the Pasuk says that uh, Pari gave the midwife's instruction and he said like this, and he said, when you deliver the Hebrew woman, so the Gemara, and, and then the Pasuk says that uh, when you deliver on the Avanayim, so the Gemara asks, my Avanayim, what does it mean? It says, Pari said, when you deliver the, 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 the Ivries and you look upon the stones of Naim, so he says, if it's a son, then you shall kill him. But if it's a daughter, then let, let, let him live. That's what, uh, that, that's what the instructions he gave. So, let's read it in the. So the Gemara says, that my avnoyim, what does it mean, stones? Omer of Hanon, Hanon says, Simon God of Moslem, that Pari gave a great sign to them. Omer Lem, he told them, Bishash, Kedas, Leled, 
At the time when a woman crouches to give birth, her thighs become cold as stones. And therefore he said, this shall be for you a sign that the woman is about to give birth. Now, there are those who say that means So I went down to the potter's shop and behold, it was at his work on the wheels. So he says like this, just like as a potter sits, and one thigh is here, one thigh is there, and the block is in the middle, the block that he works on is in the middle, so to the woman, the woman gives birth, uh, her thigh is here, her thigh is there, and the newborn is in the middle. Then he says like this, and we read, if it's a son, you shall kill him. He gave them a great sign. He said like this, Ben pon of Lamata. He says that a boy is born with his face downwards. And Bas Panel a girl is born with her face upwards. So basically Pare told them a sign that they can kill the boy secretly even before the mother realizes what was happening. And the Basik says, The midwives feared Hashem and did as the king of Pare uh, of, of Mitzrayim spoke about about them. The Gemara says, should have said, spoke to them. This teaches us that Pare wanted to engage in sinful act with the midwives, but they did not accept this from Pare. Then the Basik says, and they kept the male children alive. The Chacham teach us, it's not only that they did not kill the children, as Pare commanded them, but they would even provide for them water and food. Then, then after Pare questioned uh, why is it that the children are still living, so the midwives responded and said that that the, midw- that the, that the midwives, um, they said that they're, they're not like regular, regular ladies. And it says that uh, they said that the pasuk says, "V'temarna amiyalus of parik kiloi chanoshim amitzrius ivris kichoyes heino." The pasuk says that that Shifram Pua, Miriam Yechavet, told Parik that they're choyes, that they're like animals. So the Gemara says, "Ilay mechoyes mamish." If they meant to say that the yidden are that the women are choyes, otu chayim milach tzricha chayim achriti loyelada. Does one animal not need another animal to help give them birth? Rather, what the midwife said to Pari is, that the Yidin are compared to an animal. And they said, Yehuda, Yehuda is compared to an animal, Gur Arye, a lion, a lion of, of Arye, Gur Arye, Don is Yidon Nochosh, Don shall be a serpent, Naftali Ayula Shlucha, Naftali is like a, a hind let loose, Yisachar Chamer Goram, Yisachar is like a large bound donkey, Yesef Becher Yesef it says he's like the first bull, but Yamin it says, Zev, Yitreif, he's like a, a wolf. So the Ksiv Bey, so the Gemara says, okay, so basically he was saying, she was, the midwives were saying that they're mamish like animals, that they really don't need, a, they don't need anybody. So the Gemara says, the Ksiv Bey, Ksiv Bey. Concerning those individuals where, where they're compared to an animal, it's written with regard to them. With the Lake Ksiv Bey, and, and with regard to the, the other uh, people that it doesn't say about an animal, 
What does the Pasuk say? It says how your mother was a lioness, amongst lions she crouched. Basically, that not only these Shvatim, but all Yidin are compared to animals. Then the Pasuk says, It came to pass because the midwives feared Hashem and he made them houses. So the one Manda Amr says that it was the houses of Kun and Levia, but Chadamar Bati Malchus, it was the house of royalty. Manda Amr Bati Kun Levia, who was that? Aaron and Meshim. Manda Amr Bati Malchus, who was that? David Nami Mimarim Kasi. That David Mimirim Kasi. The David also came from Mirim. The Ksiv, but Thomas Azuve Ishis Kalev, but Yikach like Kalev is Afras, but Tele is Chor. The Ksiv, David Ben Ish Afras is. The Pasuk says, and. Um, and the Azuva, the wife of Kalev, died and took Kalev as Ephras, and they had Chor. And then it says, V'davi ben Ish Ephrasi. So he was a descendant of Miriam. Then the Gemara discusses the family of Kalev. The Kalev ben Chetzrin headed as Azuva Isha, as Yiris, Ve'ele, Vonel, Yeshar, Ve'sheve, Ve'ardin. So the Pasuk says, And Kalev, who was the son of Chetzrin, had children of Azuva, his wife, and uh, Yudiyos, and these were her sons, Yesher, Shevev, Ardin. So the Gemara asks that Ben Chetzrin was Kalev actually the son of Chetzrin? Ben Yifunahu, wasn't he the son of Kalev Ben Yifunah? So the Gemara says, Ben, what he means to say is Ben Shepana Matzas Meraglim. When we say that he was, uh, when he says that, uh, the Gemara really says that he was really the son of Chetzrin. But he's called Kalev ben Yifuna because he was the son who turned away Yifuna from the Atzas, from the council of the spies. So the Gemara says, Vakati ben Kenazu. But still difficult because Chetzrin could not be his father as Kalev was the son of Kenaz. As it says, Dixiv, Vayilkada Osniel ben Kenaz Achi Kalev. It says, And Osniel, the son of Kenaz, the brother of Kalev. So that would mean that Kalev was also the son of Kenaz. Omar Rava, Rava says that Chorge de Kenaz Hava, a Kalev was the stepson of Kenaz. Okay, so we have now a few minutes. We'll just do Chazar of what we did today. Just very simple daf. Okay, so we started off today by, uh, we brought the Pasuk, Ki Omar Enli Bain, that Avshalom said, that I do not have a son. So the Gemara says, what does it mean that Avshalom doesn't have a son? We know that he had three sons and one daughter. So the Gemara says mm-hmm. is that either he meant to say that he doesn't have a son who is Raya from Malchus, and Rav Chiste added that we have a tradition that anybody who burns the two of his friend, he will not have a son that will be able to be Yerushim. And the fact is, is that Avshalom burnt down Yeyev's fields. Then the Gemara, the Mishnah said, Miriam, that Miriam, who waited for Maishad Abenu for a little time, she was Zeicha, that the Gidon waited seven days for her. So the Gemara says, it's not Mida Kenegin Mida. She did something small, and she was Zeicha to, uh, to, to a week. So Abaya says, what, what we have to say is, So Rav says, but that's not what the Mishnah said. The Mishnah says, So Rav says, what the Mishnah means to say, but really, then the Basak says that she stood at Miriam at the Satsev, and the Gemara says, Rabbi Yitzchak said that this entire Pasik is really referring to Hashem, that it was Hashem who was watching him. 
And the Basak says, one person says it was actually a king, and the other man says that he had new Xer. So according to the Mandar that it was a new king because it says Khadash, and according to the Mandar who says that it was not a new king because it doesn't say he died. Then the Gemara asks, what does it mean that Ashulayadas Yasef? So the Gemara answers and says, he means that he did, he made like he didn't know who Yasef was. Then the Basak says, so it says, since he, Pari, was the one who started with the advice against the Gidin, he was, by Marcus Dam, he was, by Marcus Tzvardea, he was struck in first, as it says, Then the, they said, So the Gemara says, what does it mean, loy? It should have said, lahem. So Rechamer Rabbi says that they were saying, let's go and deal wisely against Hashem, because we know Hashem is not going to, if we start up with Eish uh, or with Chedev, then we're going to get punished back. And Hashem already promised, with water, then nothing's going to happen. But they didn't realize that either Hashem was referring to He's not going to destroy the entire world, parts of the world He will destroy with water, or Hashem won't bring a mabel, but He will bring them to go and fall into water. Um, and this is what Rabbi Lazar says, this is what it means, that what they cooked the Yidin in, in other words, they tried to drown the Yidin, they themselves were drowned. So the Mar says, where do I see that? It means the of uh, cooking, so he says, by Yozid Yaakov. Amr Abchiyah bar Abba, Amr Abchiyah, three people Pari consulted with, Bilam, Iyav, and Yisrei. Bilam, who told Pari to kill, who told Pari to kill the Yidin, he was killed. Iyav, Sheshasak. Iyav, and this, that I've said many times, sometimes keeping quiet and not saying your opinion when there's really opinion is even worse. That's why Iyav had many Yisudim. Um, and so he had Yisurim Yisra, who ran away from Pari, he was Zeichet to his children to sit in the Lishkas HaGazas. Then it says, V'nilcham banu v'alam in Aretz, so the Gemara says, the Chayr said v'alinu. So he says, it's a Pari, it's like a euphemism, Pari is uh, really cursing himself and blaming other people. V'yasim alei sari misim, so the Gemara says, it should have said alei hem. So the Gemara answers that first they placed like a mold on Pari's chest, and showing that Pari is also part of the work as well. And they said, you're more of an istanist than Pari, Pare is the greatest assistant. As he's working, you can also work. Then the Gemara says, So he says that uh, it's it's the Pare in, in the civilization of Yisrael. But even already miskinis the Pare machlekes ravashmol. Once a miskinis means that it was uh, it was a sakana for the owners because the buildings were not sturdy. Or another shot is that shemiskinis is baleim that anybody who's involved in construction he uh, he gets poor. Shmuel says the name was one person says the name was Pisim. Why are we calling it Ramses? Because it uh, it fell apart. And so other person says Ramses. Why are you calling it Pisim? Because as it was built, it would just go into the Tahim. So the Gemara says should have said Rabu Partsu. What's the Lushin? Um, so he says that really it was the Rebbeinu Shlom saying Ken Yirbe Vechen Yifritz. teaches us that the that the Yidin were looked at, disgusted in the eyes of the Mitzrayim. By the Mitzrayim has been installed b'farech. So the Gemara says, "What's farech?" Rabbi Lazar says, "B'farech means perach, like a, a, a smooth mouth." And Shmuel says, it "Means backbreaking work." By So Rava says, "In the beginning, it was b'chayim b'venim, and at the end, it was all work they had to do." Shmuel bar Nachmani says. That they used to give the men the woman's work and the woman the men's work. The Manda Omar who holds that even Perach means Perach over here for sure means back breaking work. 
generation, they, the Eden were redeemed. And what was the schar? What, what did the Nashim Sitkaniyas do? So when they went to draw water, the Abishter made a miracle that the buckets were full half of water and half of fish, and they would give that fish and water, they, they would heat up the water for their, to wash their husbands and give the fish to drink, and they would have Messias Nefers to have children, and that, there was Echad the Bizas Mitzrayim. Um, and then the Gemara says that when it came time to actually give birth, they would go into the fields and give birth, and the Abishter would send the Malachim to, to Meshapar and help them give birth, and then um, and then um, once the Mitzrayim found out about it, so Hashem made a miracle that the children actually went into the earth, and they would bring uh, like um, oxen to try to um, plow the ground and kill them then that way, and it didn't work, and then after they left, they sprouted up, um, and eventually they came home. And this is what it means, Zekeli van Veo, that they were able to recognize the Ebishter from where? From the time that they saw the Shechina in the ground. So the Gemara says it's a Machlekes Rav Either the Mialdes was a daughter and a, a, do, a mother and a daughter, or a daughter and a daughter in law. A, a, a mother and a daughter, a mother in law and a daughter in law. According to the Mandamar, that it's a mother and a daughter, this is Yecheven and Miriam. And if you wanted to say that it's a mother in law and daughter in law, this is Yecheven and Elisha. So then the Gemara brings a Brisa to support that it was Shifra, really it was Shifra and Pua. Why are we calling it Shifra? Because she makes the Vlad good, or that she brought a lot of children because of what she did, or Pua is Miriam because she was uh, she would shush the baby, or Pua. The, it's referring to the Ruach Hakedesh that she said that eventually my father, my mother is going to have a son. What's of Noim? So it was a simon that Pari gave that when a woman. Uh, how does a woman, how do you know when a woman's about to give birth is when her thighs become very cold so you can kill the child and the mother will never know if it's a son or a daughter. Um, then, or the Gemara says, Avnayim means that uh, it's like a, 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 somebody who deals with pottery that he sits, uh, his thighs are on the side and his thing is in the middle. So same thing, uh, the Abish, the woman, uh, her thighs are in both places and, and she's in the middle. In Ben Huva, Amitin so he says, Pari was telling them that the sun, the, the, when the sun comes out, his face is uh, facing downwards, and the daughter is upwards. So the Gemara says that the Mi'al is feared Hashem. So the Gemara says, should have said Lahen. So it teaches us what does it mean, um, what does it mean, Dibar Alehen, that Pari also wanted to have Znus with the, um, with the midwives. So the Gemara says is not only did they let the did they make sure the children lived, but they also gave them enough food and drink to live as well. Then they told when Pari found out about it, she, they said the midwife says that they're chayes. So the Gemara says, what does it mean chayes? It means mamasha chaya. If it's a chaya, chayes need other chayes to help them. So he said. So the midwife said that the yidden are compared to animals. Not only the dishvatim, but all yidden are compared to animals. So they really don't need any help of our help. So Rav Shmuel says, one either is a bate kuhuna levia or a bate malchus. According to the Mandar Merholtz, kuhuna levia, this is Aaron Amesha, the Mandar Merholtz, it's malchus, it's David who came from Miriam. Okay.